talk to us. What's going on? She's like, okay, guys, I'm leaving. And then Ikra comes and he's like, wait, Fulka, what about your kids? She's like, bye. See you later. <laughs> Why are her shorts unbuttoned? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be like a fashion thing that we just It's got to be. It's got to be. The weird thing is, is that you actually wear the cake as an accessory. And, and <laughs> yes. that's, that's why you don't. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the third live episode of the FFBE podcast. Here with Minnie. Hey, is this really our third live episode? Yeah, we did one just before Christmas, and we've done... This is the second one this month. Oh, crazy. I feel like there were more. It's because we do shows every every week, and it's pretty much the same, live or not. <laughs> yeah, understandable. But we're here, ready to go with some more FFBE content. But first of all, what have you been up to this week, Minnie? What's new in the life of FFBE for you? Just finishing up the Folka event. Trying to figure out what to do with all my new seven stars after rolling Folka. Yeah, or rolling four Folka, I should say. That was intense. That was intense. We did a pull battle, you and I, for Folka. Mm -hmm. Well, I pulled a lot of seven stars that I don't know what to do with. So I, I pulled Folka. I got two of her. Otherwise, I also got a bunch of other things I could awaken, but I just don't have the cactuars or the money. Yeah, it's super expensive to awaken almost anything these days, especially when that many seven stars are dropping. How many tickets did you pull before you got full cut twice? I haven't counted uh, hundreds, I feel like. We have we recorded it and the recording lasts about 40 minutes, 45 minutes. <laughs> 40 minutes of straight pulling. A lot I got a lot of blues. I think I tweeted that uh my screenshot I got Ecor's TMR, and then 80% on the other Ecor. So, <laughs> Lots of so, Ecor's you know, coming in. A ton, yeah, a ton of blues, a ton of everything. Crazy. Who knows? I, I'm working on the video. I might post it soon. I think there's some nice moments in there. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Hey, Elytra, what's going on? How are you? Welcome to the stream. Whoa. This is hey, crazy. Welcome. I feel honored. Yeah. Well, we gotta be at our best behavior. Yeah, now we gotta. Now we gotta say. I can't drop the f bombs. No, you gotta. You gotta clean up your language, <laughs> Mister. We're doing well. How are you? But either way, Minnie, you were saying that uh, you got crazy amounts of blues, tons of rainbows that you don't know what to do with because you're out of gill and. Yeah, exactly. So out of gill, out of cactuars, I. Just... I don't know what to do with them all. Just, I got a ton of off-banner rainbows, but I did get Folka, so she's nicely maxed and replaced my Ayaka in every team. We do have a Fancy Dancy raid coming, which we'll talk about in a little bit with all those new units, but very welcome to be able to awaken all of our new seven stars and the seven stars you got after pulling like 200 tickets trying to get Folka. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll put out that video because I think there's some funny moments in there. Things, things got pretty heated. Yeah, they did. So this week we also have some fun stuff happening like the uh, Type 0 rerun. We got ty our Type 0 units. A lot of them most people have, so it'll be an easy run to clean up any of the things that you haven't gotten already. Although I don't know where to turn them in. I've been to the Mogminster and the King Mog and neither of them are allowing me to do it. I have a feeling we just have to wait for... One of the things to time the... out. Yeah, I think we'll be able to turn it in once the, what's the current raid or the one that just passed? Well, we still have the the Fan Festa summon ticket. Right, that's taking up the minister and then King Mog is, I can't think of the name. We we had a King Mog event. The guy is Cliff <laughs> or whatever it's called. 
Yeah, Guy's Cliff. Yeah. So in a week, I think uh, it'll be Guy's Cliff will leave and then we'll get Type Zero. Just a guess. I don't know. Exactly. The Final Fantasy VII KM event. Guy's Cliff is tough to remember at times. But yeah, once that leaves, I'm assuming it's My coming. My brain is just off. But I wanted yeah. to see if it's worth farming for me or not. I don't know what I left in there and I couldn't see it. So I was like, okay, I guess I'll just wait a few days. That event, I think, is exciting for a lot of people, the rerun, because the first time it rolled around, the bonus unit was so hard that nobody could actually kill it. So the strategy <laughs> was you would steal from it, because you could get, I think, 350 or something when you stole, yeah. and then you would just defend until it ran away. <laughs> so now most people will actually be able to kill it, so it'll be sweet revenge for a lot of us. I know I was definitely one of the few that couldn't kill it. I hope it's not one of those sweet revenges like for the Halloween event where you go in there thinking you're going to stomp it and he stomps <laughs> all over your face. Yeah, that happened. Good times. I'm not ashamed to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to mention we do have the Lunar New Year free lapis coming around. How did you do on your first pull? Ah, it does say claim period will start. See, I don't read okay. that much. <laughs> I was going to say, you assume we know how to read. I'm very illiterate. See, big mistake. Yeah. <laughs> If it doesn't say anything on the picture, that's, you know, gets right <laughs> it just past. It needs to be me. a picture of a calendar. I look at the fancy graphics, that's about it. <laughs> this date, you idiots. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the free lapis daily summon. Have you done yours? I did, and I got a solid 50. How did you do? I actually saw how you I did. I crushed it. I got I got 500 lapis. And I was so excited for that. Oh, I was damn. like, "What?" That's congratulations. I'm excited for you. I think I needed that. I want to see somebody get the 10,000. I think that'd be pretty hype. Even if it's not. I've seen some people on Facebook uh, post pictures of themselves getting the 10K. I was like, that's crazy. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. But I almost actually forgot. Funny funny that Elytra is here because I almost forgot to do my daily lapis summon. But uh, thankfully, (sighs) someone was kind enough to remind me on Twitter to do it. So I did it. Only 50? 50 Rip. That was me all last, the last time this was around. That's mm-hmm. all I got was 50s. I'm not too salty about my 50 because last time I actually had decent luck. I got uh, a few 300s, a, a couple 500s. So, I'm, you know, I think things balance out in the end. For sure. I'm hoping to get that 10K to make up for all the 50s last time. So mm-hmm. there's hope. There is lots and lots of hope. Yeah, for sure. What's next on our... We got... The Star Ocean raid that's coming, but uh, if you want to start getting right into the content that's going on, we can start talking about the raid itself and what that brings is different than most raid reruns that we've had. Why is it different? Because they allowed us to get the lapis again. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah more free lapis. <laughs> yeah. You could, you could do the missions again and get the lapis out of it. Exactly. And I always struggle on Elite because the mission is always summon an Esper or use limit bursts and this time it's both and it's just so hard not to kill the thing <laughs> that's why you got to go in you, you got to go yeah. in with weak units defend and bring a summoner no. i yeah exactly you i just need what's his name i need nix pretty much yeah you just, should yeah if nix ever comes around you need to roll for that guy definitely or i need a, a nix comeback there. just take one of the fancy type zero seven stars and use the summon a dolan button well, that's what I do. I use Summon a Dolan because I have Ace and Kurosame, but then I need to use a Limit Burst, and it's still tough, you know? Oh, rip. Oh, yeah, because Nyx, you can use his one ability and then rinse and repeat. I forgot. Exactly. I always forget about the rinse and repeat. And the rest of your team can Limit Burst. <laughs> I, I need it on easy mode. Well, one of the units that are going 7-star can automatically give himself a Limit Burst, which is pretty cool. We'll talk about that a little bit later. 
But are you ready to talk about one of my favorite Star Ocean units? Yeah, let's go. Let's get right into it. All right, so we got a bunch of Star Ocean units coming. Another collab with Star Ocean, Anemnesis, or as I like to say, Anamnesis. Yeah, I think we say it wrong, but it's fine. You know, you know. I never was one for saying things right anyways. <laughs> tomato, tomato, as they say. Yeah, definitely. So we got Roddick and Fiddle, or Fidel returning, however you see. Fiddle, that's how I say it. I think it's Fidel, but... It is know, Fidel, Fiddle, but I say Fidel. I've been caught on the Fiddle bug, so... <laughs> Fair enough. Fate and Rena coming back with Seven Star Awakenings, and then Sophia joining us, finally. Yeah, I was really excited to see Sophia, because she's... She's pretty cool. I, I think she's right up there with Raimi as, a, as one of my favorites of the Star Ocean universe. Yeah, I liked her a lot in the uh, Till the End of Time game. So especially especially during that first like hour of the game where she's walking around with unbuttoned beach. shorts. I think that's a thing. That's like a fashion thing in Japan, maybe. Because I don't see it a lot be. here. So when I played that game, I was like, why are her shorts unbuttoned? I don't understand. It's gotta be. It's gotta yeah, be. It's gotta be like a fashion thing that we just didn't get. I thought it was the weirdest but thing. I was like, yeah, what so is going I, on? Is this, is this an adult game? I was so confused. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Star Ocean 3 was my introduction actually to the Star Ocean franchise. Oh, got Sophia on one game. Gotta get it on the second one. We're, we'll, be, we'll be sending you our luck, Elytra. Yeah, we'll be sending you our, our energy. I, I sent a guy my energy a couple weeks ago to pull Vincent, and he pulled him. Hey, there you go. So, See, the yeah. FFB podcast energy is real. Yeah, it's potent. It is. <laughs> so let's talk about the units. I am ready to... Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready to switch over to the unit review. Look at this fanciness, switching switching scenes, switching graphics. Damn. I... Hey, oh, oh my goodness. A new subscriber, Elytra. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Any subs that come during the the FFB podcast time will go straight to developing the podcast. So really appreciate that. Thank you so much. So let's talk about Rena first, if that's cool with you, Minnie. Yeah, it's blue. Let's start wherever. Pull up all my stuff. How do you how do you like my new GIF quality? <laughs> You've definitely upped your game again. You just. <laughs> I saw your tweets where you're like, I'm not sleeping to do these gifts. Gets better and better every time. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty I, nice. I stayed up. I stayed up to finish yeah. these. So I think it's looking I good. Think you can tell we're both pretty tired. But <laughs> it is what fine. it is. It's all worth it. Yeah. Um, no, I love it. It's so cool. Um, I think this unit is probably one of the most interesting on the banner just because she's a healer, but she uses fists and she's got some cool heal abilities. She kind of dips into Ayaka and Fina's little areas a little, little bubble. Bit. She, yeah, she's got AoE re-raise and she's got AoE raise, mm -hmm. which is kind of cool. And then she also has a bit of chaining capability too. And just overall, I think she's a really, really good healer. Like she has a little bit of everything. I love to see the versatility. I mean, spirit yeah. scaling, uh, chaining with divine ruination is always awesome to have. Not that, I mean... If she's your primary healer, it's tough to find time to do anything else besides heal. But, you know, you get those yeah, odd depends, turns, right? right? Sometimes you get turns, yeah. For sure. I'm really enjoying that she can AoE re-raise. I mean, I know that my favorite unit, uh, CG Fina, has it, but it's really cool to see it on a Fist user like Rena. Mm -hmm. And I, I love her, uh, you have it up there already, her STMR. It's kind of cool. It's like, I just got to say this, the... The passive is called well-fed, but you don't eat the cake, okay? So this is how good Rena is. She lets you have your cake and eat it at the same time, and it makes you invincible. 
that's an interesting way to describe that. I'll tell you that much. Oh man, no, it's it's an amazing. The weird thing is, is that you actually wear the cake as an accessory, and, and <laughs> yes. that's, that's why you don't need it. It's a part of your outfit. Yeah, it's another one of those weird things. It's like culture shock, you know. Pretty Here, much. People put their poodles in bags and they use them as accessories. In the east, people put their cakes on their bags and use them as accessories. <laughs> on their bags. That's just <laughs> Jeez. like a little charm. No, this is honestly probably one of the best accessories that I've seen for healers or pretty much anybody because previously trying to get all of the status immunities onto a thing was ribbon or some other pieces, nothing on an accessory that I can recall, but it's really awesome to say uh, to see something that's actually valuable stats-wise also give you the amazing benefit of full status immunity. Like my, if I can get four of her ever in my life, my magic tank is going to be in arena cake heaven yeah cakes are the new the, fashion the, po- the power of a good cook pretty much Food is life yeah so that's rena honestly how would you rank her in the current iteration of healers i mean to me she's literally she's really good yeah sits right up there with the top three yeah i mean it's kind of hard to i don't think she beats out folka who's kind of the, the new hype healer because folka just is pretty pretty good right now but i, I think she's definitely uh Ayaka and <clears throat> Lotus Mage Phenotier for sure. She's like a very, I don't think she's number one, but she's definitely in the top four. Definitely. Nice so, thing about Rena too. You can get her on the step up banner if you so choose to pull. And we'll mm-hmm. uh, we'll discuss, I think, the step ups and how we feel about that at the end of the, the Star Ocean section. Sure. We can do that. But yeah, I like her. I think I, I'm really glad they made her really good. I don't think anybody would be upset by getting her. Like, she's just a fantastic healing unit. Uh, let's talk about Fate. Fate, our main man, the hero coming in. The hero of, of our first star, or well, my first star ocean. Fate, I think, kind of in contrast, I guess, to the other <clears throat> star ocean units, I feel like he's the most standard. I think he's he's a great damage dealer. He he comes he's coming in with some absolute mirror of equity chaining family abilities. He's got good modifiers. I think he's got a like a unique. He has true like, double increase. double hand yeah. or dual wield. Sorry, which he's is got, interesting. He comes in with some true dual wield, which is really cool. But otherwise, fate is kind of you know he he's just a solid DPS unit. See, that's the thing about DPS units. I mean, there's only so yeah. many different ways you can make them do damage i love that he's coming in with absolute mirror of equity i know that's going to be coming up soon and it's going to be one of the best chaining families so having that in his kit is going to make him useful in times to come i do have one thing that i don't like about him i really really was hoping to see a 50 percent true dual wield passive just because it would make it equal to single wielding right but i guess uh can't have it that way I, maybe it'd be too strong maybe i'm maybe i'm going too ham i'm like give me uh, give me something know. that's gonna break the game <laughs> but yeah i agree with you yeah how do you feel about his tmr or stmr good i mean probably fantastic fantastic close gives a solid amount of attack and then you also get an extra 50 percent when you equip a sword so just pretty much STMR tier cloth. I like that it's cloth. It, it does it does what you'd expect it to. Yeah. The fact that it's cloth just makes it more usable across almost everybody. Yeah, and I mean one one thing you have to take into account too with these units is if you 
because they come on a raid, you're guaranteed to at least get their TMRs. So another thing is if you look at the units and you're like, I don't need any of them and I'm not a Star Ocean fan, but you see a TMR you like, it's still kind of worth pulling because the TMR is pretty much guaranteed with the unit as long as you do the, the, the raid. actual raid event. Yeah. yeah, definitely. It's always something to consider. I mean, most people look at how is this unit going to help me in my party, but they forget that, hey, wait a minute, that TMR or that STMR potentially can make or break some of your teams for certain trials. So definitely something to consider. Yeah, I mean, it can help out a ton. I know sometimes you can have the best units, but if you don't have the good gear for them, it, it can still make things really hard. For sure. I love his uh, limit burst animation, by the way, because uh, did you play the game where he just shoots a beam out of his face? <laughs> what do you mean, did I play the game? Do you re- sorry, I meant to say, do, do you remember the game where he just shoots <laughs> a Of course I remember the game. I had to play that game like three times over because <laughs> my cousin kept deleting my save file. <laughs> and that was, what, oh, that was back when the games were like uh, 100-hour game times. Yeah. Oh, God, so good, good times. Yeah. No, I love Star Ocean 3. Definitely very, very good. Fate's counterpart. Finally, we're getting the sweet, sweet Sophia. And all of her glory. When I'm reading Sophia's abilities, I can hear her say them in my head. That's so funny. <laughs> when you Me play too. Star Ocean, you you know when you do those battles, mm-hmm. it's just <laughs> they just spam their ability names the whole time. They so, do. Yeah, I just I hear like Ifrit, Ifrit. Yep. In the Sophia <laughs> voice. So yeah, in the Sophia voice. I just. That's so funny. Fantastic. Yeah. You can tell how many hours I put into that game when I still hear the... A million. I still hear them. Yeah. Well, you played the Way whole thing many. three times, apparently. Yeah. She's a really good TMR, that uh, Crescent just, Rod. She's a fantastic unit. I like that her equipment comes with things that only she can use, but it doesn't make it less useful if you're planning to use it on somebody else. Yeah. And it's kind of cool that she gets special buffs for equipping it. It's sort of like midway between Sora and what what do you call it because sora's tmr you can only use on him whereas sophia's tmr you can use on others but it's she gets a little bonus for having it so i kind of prefer it this way uh it's kind of tough to have a tmr just locked onto a unit oh definitely the the sora thing was tough so i'm happy to I'm not happy see to that see, ever yeah. again hopefully <laughs> well it might come it might come with the next kingdom hearts thing we'll see if if we do get one i i suspect we will most likely we'll see we'll see i like it yeah i mean both her tmr and her stmr are both great items if you can pick them up for sure i as a mage i love her she she comes with freeze quake chains and then i think the she thing people chains are with really chaos wave i was gonna say she's a perfect partner to grimlord sakura so you have or Transterra if, if you use Chaos Wave ever. Yeah, the only thing is with Transterra. So the problem is Transterras aren't up a hundred percent of the time, so you're not going to be able to consistently do it. But with Grimlord Sakura and Sophia, they can both triple cast, and Sophia gets access to triple cast if she has her own TMR equipped. Which I mean, like we said earlier, if you're doing the raid and you pull this unit, you will get the TMR just from rolling your tickets. So I just think she's fantastic. It's really, really nice to see. I feel like she is what people were wishing Christine was. (laughs) Probably. Or what Christine would become. It's amazing how much she brings. I mean, even the elemental versatility between 
fire, dark, ice, lightning, earth. Yeah. So many different elements you can use. And if you're if you've done that bonus run from the uh Folka trial, man, having these extra spells to be able to do damage to those stupid bombs would be amazing. I haven't I haven't gone in there yet, but I've heard people uh It's hard, man. I've heard the complaints. Yeah. It's hard. It's but very it's hard. Nice, though. I feel like because it's the extra or the bonus or whatever mm-hmm. it's called, I feel like it needs to be a little bit harder, right? I like that it's hard. It's it's really fun to have the challenge. I got to say something I noticed is the story nodes have become a lot easier. So even like the 85 energy story node, the boss, I could kill it by auto attacking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can press auto and clear the boss. Whereas in the past, before they introduced the bonus or whatever it's called, mm-hmm. Uh, the very last node was actually much, much harder to clear. So I think they just made the actual story portion really accessible to everybody so anybody could finish the story. And then if you are like a veteran player or you've got the top tier teams, you can challenge the sort of bonus run, right? Oh, for sure. And I'd rather... I'm just glad there's no MP drain. I'd rather see that so people can take in the full extent of the story when it is necessary, which I think we forgot to talk about the Folka story. What did you think of that now that we've brought it up? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, my favorite part of the Folka story was rolling for Folka. I think, <laughs> like, here it is. Let me explain. Okay, okay so Explain. When you get five-star Folka, she has some kind of quote where she talks about losing her wallet and then you awaken her to six star and she's like, oh, with my with my awakening, I will now like never, I found a technique not to lose my wallet. And then you awaken her to seven star and she's like, with this awakening, I've learned that losing my wallet is just a thing that's going to happen. I don't care anymore. <laughs> just, I love the progression through, through awakening her. It's Acceptance, just, to me, my I friend. laughed. Yeah, it was just beautiful. Acceptance. Uh, my favorite part. The actual story itself, I mean... It was okay. It, it was pretty cookie cutter. Nothing too special. The best part regarding that was where people are like, Folka, we're worried about you. Talk to us. What's going on? She's like, okay, guys, I'm leaving. And then Ikra comes and he's like, wait, Folka, what about your kid? She's like, bye. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> Literally does not care. <laughs> She's like, oh. you got it. Everyone's like, yeah. Folka, come back. We're sorry. We'll fix it. <laughs> nope. Peace. Uh, uh, she's losing kids like she's losing wallets. It's just it's just a water priest. Oh, that's thing, too okay? funny. Yeah, I was hoping. No, I, I was hoping for a little bit more drama, a little bit more heart heart pulling. But uh, I mean, I was okay. too. But yeah, it's okay. Not every story needs to be dark and serious. Oh, for sure. Uh, it's it's okay. I don't mind it for a change of pace. It was nice to see where it all began and how Oldarian kind of came to be. That was pretty fun. Yeah. And then it was cute Definitely. to see uh, the descendants of Folka with Folka's little trademark things like dropping and losing things. And yeah, it was that was kind of cute. She's just a ditz. Yeah. Yep. Well, back to Sophia. Amazing. Amazing. Absolutely amazing. Sophia, definitely not a ditz. No. I feel like she takes care of fate more than anything else. I can't believe how much Although is on I, I this girl. I may be girl, remembering man. the game wrong, but I feel like that was the, the case. Sophia is like a, a top tier mage, I think, for me, because so much versatility. She can triple cast consistently and chain really well with high damage. And don't forget she, she can imperil the elements That's she what I was going to say. Using, so it's just so good. And I mean, even her limit burst, is such a good imperil on it. Like it's anything just, you use on this girl yeah. is useful. No, I like it. I'm really happy to see... Hmm. Uh, magic chainers get some love because i know 
the focus has been ever since Transterra kind of came and left and, and that era has mm-hmm. passed, the focus has kind of come back to physical DPS and chainers. So it's nice to see Sophia jumping in there and giving us something to talk about. For sure. So now that we've, I think that's, yeah, that is all of the seven star units we're getting from the Star Ocean uh, Anamnesis collaboration. And with them, you're getting two actual step up banners. So you're getting one with Rena and Sophia and one with Fate and Sophia. And now, Minnie, you were saying you're, you don't really feel too strongly about these step ups. I mean, it's not that I, I'm just not probably going to pull. That's, so it's for me, it's it's tough to to weigh in too much because I don't have any, I don't have like a horse in the race, you know? Fair enough. Um, one thing to note, though, is with these, with this banner or with the Star Ocean event, we are getting the Star Ocean tickets. So you are oh, getting right. a few free chances to pull. Yes. And I mean, it, these banners aren't anything we haven't seen before. I think people are excited or looking forward to or wishing maybe is the better word for banners where you can kind of guarantee to get the unit you want after you spend a certain amount of lapis fair enough um which is the only really criticism i mean for me like i said i'm not pulling so i don't want to weigh in one way or the other but that's just something i see generally in the community that people are worried that you know you're going to roll everything and then not get what you want not the unit that you want yeah i can see that worry i don't know for me this is the kind of banner that we started with this type of step up banner so it's kind of what i've come to expect so i I feel like it's okay and the fact that well i compare it to the oh what was that valkyrie chronicles was it valkyrie Valkyrie chronicles valkyrie Valkyrie profile you knew what's wrong with you is the valkyrie profile whatever (laughs) man Is the Valkyrie, Valkyrie Profiles, Chronicles. the Valkyrie Profile step up banner where it wasn't guaranteed you'd get anything. I think there was a huge pool and it wasn't even like a guaranteed that yeah, you'd get but on that banner. one was like a, a really controversial banner. I think this one is a lot better. That's what I was going to say. You're guaranteed on banner, which is super nice when you get to step five. It's sort of like the when Sephiroth was around, right? When Sephiroth came in, that's the banner I think of because you could get Sephiroth or Lila when you get to step five. Mm-hmm. Or Lila. I always say that name wrong too. The, yeah, I don't know why you say Well, I guess <laughs> Lila makes sense. Yeah. That's why I like this banner, this type of step up banner. I compare it to that and I'm like, well, at least we're guaranteed to get Rena or Sophia or Fate or Sophia, you know? And it's not like any of the units are bad. They're all kind of amazing at what they do. So yeah, you're I mean, not losing Whichever out. unit you get, is, you, I would be happy with any of them. The only reason I'm not going to pull is because I kind of have my bases covered right now. So I'm, I'm kind of stocking up. I spent a ton. Like we said earlier, I, I rolled like 200 tickets for Folka. Mm-hmm. So I'm recovering. <laughs> <laughs> but... I don't know. I they're okay banners. They're I don't think there is there's anything too wrong with them. Definitely, like I said, the units are good. The TMRs, if you like any of them or you feel like they're gonna help your team, might be worth pulling for as well. There's a lot of good to be had from here. Um, but I I definitely agree with you. If you're a Star Ocean fan, or if you have the resources, 
I'm currently out of resources, so I can't even pull. Even yeah. though I, I want to get Sophia, I I really do. And yeah, it's kind of weird because I think I would be most excited by getting Sophia more than any of them. Even though Fate was kind of the MC, for some reason Sophia just she she was kind of like got the the soft spot in my heart. Well, there's a few other characters in the game that I'm hoping one day come to FFB. We'll it, yeah, we'll see though. We'll, we'll see. see. Yeah, time, but time will tell. I wish that I had the resources. I would pull on the uh, Fate and Sophia banner because I need a DPS. I really like like a physical DPS. I really like Sophia in general as a character. So those would be amazing. Genie, what's going on? Welcome to the stream. How are you? But yeah, that's uh, that's enough about Star Ocean for now. We do have a huge amount of seven star awakenings that also came with this recent update oh yeah the the batch i don't think i my body will ever be ready for the massive batch of seven stars we just got dropped well the freaking amount of cactuars the amount of gill yeah. the amount of everything you need <laughs> twisted verse how's it going hey, man welcome to the stream i know uh, i was so excited when i saw him but All we'll right. get to it. We will get to it. We're, we're going to yeah. go in an arbitrary <laughs> order. So uh, let's start. Right, we list them and we'll just jump in. Uh, atoning Dragoon Kane. Getting his seven star awakening. Mm -hmm. I'm surprisingly okay with his seven star. I mean, I thought it was <laughs> going to be worse. Okay. I thought it was going to be yeah. worse, man. Yeah. Dragoons always get the short end of the stick. No, yeah, but they, they fixed Dragoons. Now you can time when the jump comes down, so it's all good. Yeah. That's what. That's why I mean, I'm really happy about it. Yeah, I'm looking at Kane. I don't see anything out of the ordinary. He's a solid unit. He's got some good, uh, good. He can imperil elements and he can imbue elements to himself, which is really really cool. But he did that as a six star. Seven star doesn't really bring too much to him in terms of new abilities. Mm -hmm. He just gets more stats. For sure. I like his true dual wield. I think it's really good. I love the animation you have up here. Because uh, it reminds me of uh, the Fate series, the Lancer, where he jumps up <laughs> and he throws. <laughs> it just looks so badass. It's so well done. Yeah, it's badass. Yeah, yeah. I it think really Roberta cool. sort of has won the uh, the Dragoon off. She's she's been <laughs> she's been kind of the head of the Dragoon family for a while now. She has been. Everyone loves Roberta, but I think Kane is pretty good. Not as good as Roberta to be honest, but he does bring a lot of good damage, being able to chain cap now, and decent numbers on some of his other abilities. <laughs> Let's see. I fell for the Star Ocean trap today. I spent 1500 on the first step and got Sophia. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I was laughing at too. I read that. It's yeah. like, damn, man. Yeah. That's so harsh. We've all been there. <laughs> Although Sophia's a great unit, just you just gotta get one more. <laughs> hey, man. You got Sophia with her new fashion of unbuttoning her shorts at the beach. That's okay. What can you do? Sometimes you, you get baited by getting one and you absolutely need to get that second one. What I was going to say is a f our first physical unit that has that damage uh, over time ability. I think we saw it on what's her name? The, uh, the name. Kryla. 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 Yes, Kryla yeah. does this. But it's interesting to see it on a physical unit. Yeah, it's kind of cool. I mean, it just sucks that it just kind of comes on its own. It makes it hard to use. <laughs> yeah, it does. You have to waste the turn <laughs> using this. I think the best oh, uh, sort of delayed damage ability 
is still, uh, what's her name? Olive. Because you don't have to do anything. It just shows up. It's like, here's some bonus damage. Take it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Those are the best ones. Yeah. Yep. But that's uh, Atoning Dragoon Kane. His STMR being a really good spear. Kane's Lance. Huge attack, some nice HP, and buffs Kane's jumping ability, which makes him a little bit of a better chain capper. Yeah. Now, for any of these units that we're going to be talking about, they come in varying groups of uh, step-ups. So you are able to get an increased rate for these, although it's not a guaranteed unit. So be wary when pulling on Mm. these step-up banners. Just know that you'll be spending 2400 and it's not guaranteed you will get what you're looking for yeah so just make sure your salt levels are monitored <laughs> yeah prepare, prepare yourself <laughs> low sodium yeah. diets yeah, everybody cut back on the sodium all right who's next on our list we got pure summoner ridia or ridia i'm not sure what the what the consensus is on that one i say ridia because ridia just sounds kind of weird but i can see why people would say ridia <laughs> I interchange the two now because I tried to figure out which one to use and I don't know which one it is. I think as a community, we've kind of settled on Kidia as the... All right, fair enough. As the official. (laughs) So we got our pure summoner, Kidia. Yeah, this is just Kidia. It's Ridia, but kid form. So how do you feel about... It's magical girl, Ridia. (laughs) Ridia. It's it's Ridia. It's Ridia. Confirmed. Confirmed, (laughs) yeah. 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 Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, I, Kidia, I agree, Twisted Verse, but uh, I do enjoy one thing about units like this, and it's the evoke damage. So you're doing elemental damage that's not... Basically, you can't mitigate it by buffing spirit or whatever. It's doing your evoke-type unique damage, which is really cool. Yeah, and it's really nice because her <clears throat> her summons will hit like trucks, She's got a ton of Evo Mag in in just in her uh, passive abilities, and she can she's got a, a lot of nice Mag passes as well. So just overall, she does what you expect her to. She's she's a damaged. She's not one of these uh, supporty summoners. She just she wants to get her summons out and just destroy you. Pretty much. And then she does she does. I mean, even as a six star, she had Quake and Tornado, so she does. She's not pure summoner in the sense where. She's just a summoner, and you can't use her for anything else. She can also help you chain if you got some other mages in there. But yeah, she's very straightforward as a unit, I mean. I like her ability to do very, like, the off elements. You don't get a lot of earth-type or water-type damage out of a lot of the main magic <coughs> users, so it's nice to see these yeah elements come in. And she does have some nice imperils. I mean, they're not super, super high, but 75% for... Water, wind, and earth after turn six mm-hmm. could come in handy. I mean, it, it sucks that it's turn six. It would be nicer if it was a little bit earlier, but it's also tied to a really nice 16 times damage ability. Yeah, I think that's why you have to wait six you know, turns. Yeah, you got to wait a little bit. 16 times magic damage mm-hmm. plus the imperil. Oh, yeah. I think Kidia just really good summoner. I agree. I love that her limit burst actually does good damage as well. Just wanted mm-hmm. to throw that out there, and it's evoke damage, so her evo mag through the roof, and then you're doing 28 times evoke. It's it's really strong. It's been such a Kidia. nice change from the six star meta where you almost never wanted to use your limit burst. Now as a seven star, there's times where all you want to do is limit burst. 
hundred percent. They they've definitely fixed limit bursts with seven stars. Yeah, they kind of fell off when six star was around, and they're making their way back. Yep, definitely. So that's Arcadia, part of that same step up with Kane. Next, we got. Lila or Lila as you like to call her. Yeah, I, I'm just gonna stick with Lila. It doesn't sound as bad as right, yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, well. Yeah. Lila, Lila, at least both seem acceptable. Yeah. She she's kinda like the the cool I'm gonna stack spirit but still do a physical damage. Or is it magic? I can't remember how it's classified now. I think it's a physical attack, but it scales off spirit. Yeah, I think so that's, that's that was kind of the cool thing when she came out. I think she was also one of the first units to actually have double ability in her kit, mm-hmm. which she still has. And yeah, I think last week we t- we talked about... She actually had triple ability in her kit. Oh yeah, but you had to unlock it. There was some, Mechanics. some voodoo you had to do, yeah. Yeah, you had to do some voodoo <laughs> magic to get it in there. I feel like all the uh, monk units, except for Tifa, are like, you have to do some weird voodoo to, to make them use their skills. <laughs> 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 Twist. There it is. Twisted verse. I don't. I got it completely wrong. Don't listen. It's a cool attack that does magic damage based on spirit. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> yeah. If you've come to be confused, this is the place. Yep. I've, I'm well, still know, confused. It's been a while. Oh yeah. man. How do you feel about Lila's seven star? I mean, she's she's good. I mean, she's she's not going to be. She's not pushing any of the top tier meta chainers out of their spots. Mm-hmm. Um, she kind of struggles from a little bit that uh, her spirit build is hard to get really high spirit on. It's just easier to stack attack than spirit. For sure. Um, but at the same time, you know, you stack your spirit up to 1700 and you're pretty tanky. So it comes with that <laughs> bonus, you know. It's true. Uh, but I think she's a decent unit. She, she'd be fun to play with. And I think she's definitely more than serviceable for most of the content we have now. So... If oh, you have definitely. Else, or if you just love her, um, she's. I think she's good. I her seven star has just helped her do things she already did a lot better, and I think she gets a lot easier access to her triple cast, which is really nice. Yeah, you get to use one ability, which is helpful in general in giving her extra LB gauge fill rate, and then you get your triple cast for two turns instead of I think the typical just one. Yeah. On the regular way, and then as with her seven star, she's. I like that she's getting a true dual wield. Because you do sometimes want to dual wield uh, to get that double cast without having to waste mana, which is nice. But mm-hmm. even if yeah. you do single wield for that triple ability, uh, you're still getting that true uh, double hand, as they call it. Which yep. is weird to say on a fist user. <laughs> Genie coming in with the host. Thank you so much, man. Appreciate it. What a guy. Genie always coming in clutch for us, eh? Yep. He's been there since the first live show and he's still here. It's my boy, my boy yeah. Genie, coming in with that uh, magical knowledge. <laughs> was it Genie, the one where I couldn't think of Diablos, and he's like the Dark Esper? Yeah, yeah. I was like, who, who besides Anima is the Dark Esper? Yeah, ah, who? So there it is. G- Genie saving our asses yeah. since day one, pretty much. But yeah, I think Lila still does a good job, and it's nice to have those extra stats and stuff. Overall, yeah. not too unique in her seven star awakenings, just kind of easily able to do what she did before. Yeah, definitely. And a little I bit think stronger. she just becomes better. I think in the global version, she got a bit of a buff to her spirit build, mm-hmm. which is really nice, kind of having that support there for people who really enjoy her, <clears throat> her spirit build option. Mm-hmm, exactly. So she also does get true dual wield and true double hand for spirit. 
as well, which is interesting. So you, they actually allow you very easily to build her either way. So that Kiana TMR where we were like, oh, almost nobody can use it. Well, here's somebody who can use 45 flat spirit. 100%. Here she is. Yep. In the flesh. I like her animations, by the way, her little scratching, clawing. It's nice. Yeah. All right. Nice. Enough about our dear friend Leela. We will be moving on to everyone's favorite emperor. Shara, well, the only emperor, Shara. Well, oh, no, that's not true. Season two, we got a new emperor. Yeah, this is the emperor that everybody doesn't want to kill. I like the, I like the, it's funny because season one, we had an emperor that we had to beat. And season two, we have an emperor. I feel like just the emperor thing is, you know. It's always an emperor, man. They're always yeah. trouble. The real twist is if Shara is the actual last boss of FFBE. That'd be crazy. <laughs> That's like the Jake storyline where he has to choose between his brother and the country. That would be crazy, actually. That'd be really <laughs> intense. I'd be so like, oh, Sh crap. <laughs> Shara's coming in with, uh, I like his STMR. Some nice fire resistance, some good tanky stats. Oh, definitely. Um, not much else to say about it. I think it's an accessory slot, too. So It's really, really good. Yeah, it raises its value quite a bit because we don't have too, too many accessories that are that tanky. And then when I'm looking at Shara, I see him as a supporty fire dude. Supporty fire dude, Shara. Yeah, so I I'm mean, surprised that I that's not his week, official name. Yeah. <laughs> supporty fire dude. Emperor Shara, supporty fire dude, Shara. <laughs> yeah. So he, he just comes with, uh, he can imbue somebody else with fire damage and himself yeah and then he can either increase your fire resistance or I, and i think he can imperil fire as well but I, I may have made that up no he can imperil fire yeah so he's yeah. like the fire dude and I, there are there are people who would really like shara um because he has easy access to imperil some units i think alesperus comes to mind who kind of struggles because she doesn't have elements uh it's just nice it, it's a unit that has easy access to elemental imbues and then there there are some units which would really benefit from this so and, and he's got a few supporty abilities overall i i think he's he's decent for his niche i wish i agree with twisted verse that his i wish that his imbue wasn't on a cooldown i wish that you could just give people fire elemental damage you know the fact that you have to wait a cooldown of about two turns before you can get it back on your units kind of sucks mm -hmm. but it is a nice thing to have like you said in his little niche of imbuing and controlling fire and but other other than that there's not much else uh we can really say about him he's like he doesn't do he can chain with divine ruination but he doesn't do that much damage so he's more he's more there as like an off chainer and a support a supporty fire dude. You want to bring him to those fire battles. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's about it for Emperor Shara. I mean, you can't say much about yeah. him. The real, the real awakening for Emperor Shara is that Emperor's Ring. That thing is a monster for an accessory slot. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Amazing. <laughs> so next, I like this guy's animation. It's Jiraiya, the most tilting person for me because every time I get a rainbow, it happens to be Jiraiya. And I'm like, you're freaking <laughs> useless, man. What are you doing? Well, uh, does his seven star make him any less useless? Well, let's find out. His STMR, uh, really good uh, hybrid damage, katana, which is nice. Best LB animation in the game, pretty much, man. Yeah. I, I, Every time I see it, I'm like, this giant frog pops out of the smoke. It's ridiculous. Oh, God. I just love that the giant frog also has like a, 
what do you call that bandana i don't know just around its neck <laughs> yeah the frog with the bandana yeah oh no it's i don't, it's I don't know so what to call silly. it but yeah i don't know what to call it i call it uh bandana i think it's a headband to be honest yeah because i think it's it clan masters scarf, scarf there it is he's coming to the rescue again it's a scarf <laughs> Oh, God, GD. We don't pay you enough. <laughs> Get that man a raise. <laughs> a scarf. We couldn't think of scarf. Yeah. What are those winter oh. winter headbands that you wear around your neck? <laughs> yeah. The stuff you do when it's cold and you want to stay. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the joke, Genie. <laughs> Nobody here gets paid. <laughs> Nobody here gets paid. I wish, That'd but you should. The first person who should be paid is you. One hundred percent. Think of stuff. Yeah, yeah. You have a working brain. That's step one. Oh <laughs> dear. Oh man. Good times. On to Jiraiya himself. Um, what do you think of Jiraiya as a unit? Uh, I think he's kind of cool. He his unlock abilities are really nice. Uh, he can. He has, I think, two sets. The he has what do you call like it? the true the, set the and true? the fake set yeah the true and then the the regular the not true i think the <laughs> the, the best true. thing about him is he's got access to various chaining families so he's always going to have a partner other than that you know i the only thing that the kind of i struggle with for him is his ratios are a little bit low for a hybrid unit what do you mean but like 18 times for example on a hybrid unit is really just nine times mm. maybe 10 or 11 if you have a decent enough off stat but so it's they're not like it's not bad by any means but just a little on the low side i see what you mean because i mean it is split between yeah. the physical and the magic so exactly. i get what you're saying i do think that his numbers are still pretty good because you are drawing from two different stats right i mean it's going to be a pool of your attack and your mag which is nice so kind mm -hmm. i think it kind of works out yeah, he's not bad by any means. He's got a lot of versatility, too. His cooldown abilities damage is ridiculous. 36 times is really, really strong. And then it gives you a yeah. better chance, uh, more limit burst, which you want to be using all the time because, one, it looks amazing. Two, it unlocks your, your true abilities. Yeah. You want to summon your frog as often you can. You want to summon the frog with the scarf. S Summoner Jiraiya with his headband on his neck frog. I'd say make it happen, but... I'm waiting. I want them to put all their energy into Shadow because Five Star Shadow cannot come soon enough. Oh my lord, when Five Star Shadow makes his way into my life. <laughs> yeah, it's the only ninja in my heart. I'll just uninstall at that point. I'm like, I, the game is complete for me. <laughs> it's come yeah, full circle. I've experienced everything I've wanted to. He <laughs> went from the worst unit in the game to a decent unit. <laughs> 40 out of 40? Yes, it is. It's a true dual wield. See, this is the one amazing thing about Jiraiya, as Twisted yeah. Verse is saying. 40% true dual wield for both attack and mag, mm -hmm. which is it's pretty sick. Amazing, yeah. yeah. He's got a lot of nice, like, increased attack mag passives as well in there. And yeah, I mean, he's, he's a solid unit. I have a question for you and potentially chat as well. He has a passive ability that increases Purgatory Fire Slash and Thunder Strike stance. I'm assuming that only applies to their base versions and not the true versions. I think so, because the true version has its own name. True, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Figured as it's much. It's a separate ability. A man can dream. When Five Star Shadow appears, I will instantly smash him into Shadow Lord. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nah, he's pretty good. Jiraiya, I think Jiraiya got some much-needed love, though. 
I actually uh, think he's his six star usable. was a little bit weak, so he's mm-hmm. now yeah he's definitely usable. I'm very impressed I, I with his that. awakening. He's got access to some chaining families now as well, like Octoslash, Divine Renation, Kingsglaive. Kingsglaive not so much. I think there's like three units in that one, but Octoslash and Divine Renation are definitely viable chaining families. He's become very strong, and I love it. Yep. All right, on to our next unit our first of the uh how should i say the main group of people we got nameless gunner jake Woo! man this, this guy's guy. low-key my favorite uh cg unit he's he's also got my favorite cg animation i just i love him he he just when that gun opens up and he just fires this massive beam everything in my gun cloud yeah <laughs> I actually, I actually think he's better. Like seven star Jake is probably a better finisher than seven star Cloud. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I call him Lock On Stratos Jake. Personally, yeah, same here. He's just, he's I just I love the beam. It just it does everything. It does everything that my nerdy mecha anime watching self loves. Pretty much, this guy's great. I mean, he comes in with some really nice buffs. Uh, the most hilarious one for me is he gets a. Uh, 75 percent uh true dual wield yes true, dual, true double hand yeah which is hilarious because it makes it so hard to not go over cap because <laughs> most people who are building try to be super efficient hand, yeah yeah you're doing like buster style and 250 percent or something like that it's just there's almost no gear that gives you 25 percent true double hand so it's like I, I can't waste stats, okay? <laughs> I think there's a few TMRs that do it. <laughs> it just make me feel so bad. If I'm not mistaken, I feel like there's a TMR that I remember reading that does it at yeah. 25%, but it could be like just making that up because I want it to be true. I think there is. I just don't remember what it is. But as far as Jake's seven star go, he gets some nice machine and stone killer passives. Mm-hmm. Which is really good. cooldown with machine and stone killer. And then he can increase his... He can get his limit burst instantly. On turn four, though. <laughs> and uh, Rinse and repeat, that, my friend. Rinse and repeat. Yeah. <laughs> his, his last shot got a nice uh, modifier buff. And uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's got Plasma Wave. He's got Alpha Cannon now that enable his... Alpha Cannon enables his... Uh, is Plasma his Wave... Barrage on last I'm shot. pretty sure Plasma Wave is, his, is its own family of chaining, is it not? Yeah, I think it, it should chain with a duplicate. I'm pretty sure, but most of the most people who are running Jake will probably try to do uh, as a an LB oriented build because yeah. his limit burst damage is bonkers, and then he also gets a nice ninety nine percent debuff after using. <laughs> <laughs> no, he gets, I was gonna say he gets thirty five percent increased LB damage at level one twenty, so his uh, his damage from that thing is even higher. Yeah, it is. It is really good. I don't know. I like him. I mean, he's not. I've super, always liked super, Jake game breaking but yeah i've got a soft spot for jake and mostly i love the big gun <laughs> yeah i wish does i wish I to. from a story perspective i kind of spoiler alert i wish that jake after using his i love how you say spoiler alert like someone's just gonna, okay let me let me pause the podcast and then yeah restart it maybe like every 15 seconds see if they're done the spoiler <laughs> it's never gonna happen <laughs> whatever man give people a chance <laughs> Just get ready. Get ready to be spoiled. I hope that... I wish that his seven-star awakened uh, limit burst also gave him blind. Just because then he'd be blind and cripple and can't do anything. Man, it's too soon. 
this is it's too soon maybe i shouldn't be laughing when i say that no that'd just be that'd be a terrible debuff though for a <laughs> for a physical unit it's yeah like, why <laughs> it really would be so, no. yeah I mean, jake's really good jake yeah no jake's jake's a really good chain capper he has the potential to chain now um he's everybody's favorite gunner i mean what, what else can you say big brother jake yep all right we mentioned maritime strategist nickel early in the podcast so let's talk about nickel all right what what are you hyped about for seven star nickel me personally i'm excited to see him basically just do his buffing except better <laughs> No, one of the one of the most exciting things, yeah, of course. I mean, he's getting more buffs on CD, like a lot more he can do with it. Really powerful stuff, like 150% and stuff like that. But I really like that they also gave him water infusion. So now you can make people chainers who wouldn't normally be chainers. Yeah, you can make sure your team stays hydrated. It's really important. Exactly. Hydration is key, <laughs> A my thirsty friends. army is a weak army. The tactician 101. You need you need Rena to feed them and then Nickel to infuse them with water. Otherwise, they're in trouble. It's really funny because you it would be amazing to have both Rena and Nickel on the same party. It actually makes sense. <laughs> it would actually. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it works. Uh, no, he just pretty much does what he did in the beginning, except yeah. a little bit better, a little bit more stats, confusion resistance, better, which is amazing. Tankier. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, I love that he can use morale boost he has a chance to increase your lb gauge fill rate for the whole team kind of nice or no not fill rate he literally he just gives, gives you LB. lb gauge yeah yeah it's really interesting 50 percent chance he might he might not and then he also joins the flood chaining family which is another i mean you probably won't be using it too often nickel has enough to do but yeah oh yeah they are stance yeah. abilities you're right twisted verse he can dual cast his cd abilities you know when i picture people doing these stances i always picture the ginyu force like i, I picture nickel as captain ginyu and then everybody else in your team just doing these <laughs> stupid stances except that actually powers them up <laughs> oh captain uh, ginyu the ginyu force yeah the nickel I, force <laughs> I need you to use your new graphic skills to uh, paste Captain Ginyu's head on Nicole's body. All right, That's it's coming. Thing. It's coming. <laughs> Let me write it down so I don't forget. Paste Captain Ginyu on top of Nickel. All right, it's written. I write fast. It's all about the stances. I'm, I'm actually excited to make that, as sad as that sounds. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. It's a good time. That's Nickel. What do you think of his uh, passive, his super trust master? Sorry, the divine art of war. Uh, super good item. I love the water god's favor because you can give it to somebody like Kidia and make your leviathan hit like a monster. <laughs> you make your leviathan hit like a freaking truck. You can make your leviathan hit like a leviathan. <laughs> yeah, pretty like much. A giant sea dragon. Yeah. Make him do as much damage as his animation looks like he should. Yeah, I love his animation. It's I don't really think I've cool. ever said that before, but it's really his cool. animation. I, the first time I watched it, a Leviathan I'm talking about, I actually felt dread because I put myself in that situation. Like, what if I was in the ocean and all these whirlpools started forming and then this dragon was swimming in the? It's like, yeah, terrifying. Yeah, it's horrifying. I would hate to be. I would hate to be that person. All right. But I also have a weird fear or fear of tornadoes. Maritime strategist. I feel like it would just be worse. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Water tornadoes is what it is. Maritime strategist Nickel becoming the support unit he always knew he could be. Yep. I mean, he was always a good support, and now he's still just good. He's, he's better in every way. 
But, you know, even in a six-star form, he still did the job. I, I still use them as a six-star. Water tornadoes, toxic rain, true. Getting a little of everything. Coming in next is uh, Jake's waifu, Heavenly Technician Lid. Yeah, I think people, this is one of those seven stars that everyone is seemingly really excited for. She's kind of the the breaker. Yeah. She fills that the same role as, I want to say, Lauren. I think she she's technically a bit better in terms of breaking. She gets up to a little bit higher than Lauren, yes. Mm-hmm. A solid 5%. I, I heard she also has an ability that lets her uh, potentially go up to 80%. I, I don't have even one of her, so I'm not too familiar with her kit. Yeah, she she has a, a chance ability that has a chance to mm-hmm. decrease. You either get full break or you get an 84% break for one mm-hmm. specific, uh, what's it called? One specific stat. And then like Twisted Verse is saying, her limit burst, which is pretty much what I use to break with her 99% of the time, maxed out gets at 79, uh, 79% break. So only 5% less than the random ability, but but you AOE cast it and it's guaranteed. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's definitely more consistent. You probably never want to use that RNG ability unless you're trolling, I feel like. Pretty much. You don't know what you're going to get, right? Especially in trials, if you... Imagine the thing is... Because sometimes trials, either you can't break defense spirit or you can't break attack mag. And if you hit one of those, it's a wasted turn. What I would do with her, which is funny because... A lot of people see this random ability as useless, but I'd use her limit burst and then I'd use the random ability because then you're either buffing something or not changing anything. Yeah. So one thing I love about her is that jamming pulse cooldown ability. It just removes enemy buffs and it releases yes. debuffs. Yes. One of the sucky things about dispel is it dispels everything. So exactly. you got to reapply debuffs, but this, this one is actually really cool. No, it's amazing. Removing only the buffs is mm-hmm. exactly what everyone's been looking for in a dispel type move. So it's really, really good. The other nice thing the lid is getting is a dual cast for her other single target break abilities. Makes them a little bit more useful on turn one. Do we know if she's going to get an awakening soon? Or did she already get hers? No, she doesn't have an awakening. I don't know if she's getting one. That'd be nice. Because I imagine it's probably going to be like a Kryla type thing, right? Most likely if they do give it an awakening, 100% going to be a Kryla thing. But I think with her raw numbers the way they are, I don't think it'll be anytime soon. Yeah. Like she I mean, has her, so much break. Her on de- yeah, her on-demand breaks are actually pretty decent. And it has the side effect of increasing the sat on your team. Exactly. Kind of cool. Exactly. But that's Lid becoming an even stronger breaker. Spec guard OP from Twisted Verse. Yeah, true. 100% stat resistance. Yeah. And then and you it's, can... uh, Oh, that's really nice. Yeah. So she's going to become super good down the road. 70% on demand is... Disgusting. Really, really nice. That's going to yeah. be amazing. Yep. I think people are going to be happy to see this one finally roll around. I've been waiting for this one. To lid. Yeah. I was mentioning to you actually before I was saying that if Heavenly Technician Lid gets her seven star awakening, which she ended up getting, I may use one of my, uh, what's it called? Unit of choice tickets for her just because I'm lacking a breaker and I have one lid. Now I just need a second one. Of course. When you really want to make sure nothing escapes that cookie jar, you get that second lid. Exactly. You need two lids on there to get one fully sealed jar. No, definitely go for it, man. I mean, it's, I don't know. I feel like it's a good investment. She's she's really good and she's only going to get better. Oh yeah. Just knowing that in JP, she does get some awakenings that make her still amazing is enough for me to say, yeah, it's a unit that's going to last me a long time to come. 
Yeah, for sure. With that, we will move on to the next unit. I like to call him Daddy. Some people like to call him Reagan, you know. Take your pick. No, I think everybody calls him daddy. <laughs> he's just, he's, he's the dad unit. <laughs> he is. It's like, hi, dad. Hello, dad. Yep. Here he is coming, coming in hot. Reagan. Now we got it. Have you, I'd love to see your mock-up image of, of this. Anyways, Reagan. Coming with Reagan's overcoat as a super TMR. I love the 40% resistance buffs. I think that's pretty fantastic. Plus, you're getting the hidden crimson for the LB gauge fill rate, which is always amazing, and then just decent stats for a piece of armor overall. Yeah, super good. I mean, as you'd expect from an STMR, if you can get four of this guy, you've earned it. Exactly. Now, him as a unit, how do you feel about Reagan and his seven-star awakenings? Uh, I feel like he, as a damage dealer, he is okay. <laughs> You gotta open that link, man. Oh, that's so good. (laughs) I just clicked it. Nice. Oh my god! Actually, fantastic. Holy shit! That's so funny. I yeah, I wasn't. I didn't know what to expect, and then it took a second for it to set in what I was looking at. It's like you see it, like okay, there's Charlotte, there's Reagan. Wait a minute! (laughs) It's perfect. It's perfect. So good. It was so good. (laughs) <laughs> All right, back to the conversation about Reagan. Yeah. Back to the dad. Back to. All right, what do we got? I was asking you, what do you think of him as a physical DPS unit? Yeah, I think he's good. He's he's not top tier, but I think he's solid. He comes with some absolute mirror of equity and divine ruination, so two very very nice families. One thing I got to say is Octo Strike Blade. I, I read that and I was like, oh, Octoslash. You'd think it would be Octoslash. I was tilted not. when I saw yeah. that it wasn't. It's was like, can we rename that, please? <laughs> can we make it Absolute Strike Blade or something? I don't know. It was ridiculous. I agree. I agree, man. It should have been. But outside of the naming, I, I love Reagan. I, even now as a unit, I think he still has his place. Um, he has a really nice fire and ice in peril on his limit burst that lasts three turns and if you max out his limit burst it actually goes up to five turns which is pretty oh, yeah. nuts yeah 100 percent. it's and then obviously pretty crazy two, uh he's got cooldown abilities which are really nice that imperil either fire or ice and then also add that element to his attacks so he doesn't necessarily need to have an elemental weapon equipped after he's used these abilities. I actually love that he gets that because you're able to not only imperil, but then take on that element. But it lets you use some of those really, really strong pieces of equipment that you sometimes avoid using literally because you don't have uh, you don't have the elemental chaining capability, right? The only downside, I would say, is it's only available on turn four. So the first three turns might be a struggle. For sure. For um, sure. But, but with the amount of impact it has, I'm not I'm not yeah. really blaming them for making you wait. Yeah. I mean, it, it's a good... I think just overall, he's a great unit. And two those two imperils are fantastic. His limit burst is super good. And then... I think uh, he's a dual wield unit that has some decent damage. For sure. 
I think one nice thing is he doesn't suffer from the MP uh, issues that a mm-hmm. lot of true double hand units suffer from. So the one thing I noticed, because I recently switched from using Keo to using Sephiroth, and I noticed that I don't really need a mana battery anymore because you just don't use that much mana when you're dual wielding. Yeah, because you just innately double cast everything, which is amazing. Yeah. No, I definitely just- agree. It's one of those hidden benefits of having a dual wield versus double hand is that you do get to save so much mana and it lets you kind of free up a slot or maybe take a different unit than you would rather than a mana battery. Yeah, and I mean, as uh, Twisted Burst was saying in, in chat, if Reagan eventually will get some ability enhancements that will actually make him really, really good. For sure, for the, sure. Even in the DPS department. But even now, he, he's a decent DPS and he comes with some really nice imperils to two very common elements. He's really fantastic. Honestly, Reagan, I'm impressed with his 7-star as much as I was with his 6-star when he first came out. He's a really, really good unit. Like, he just fits his dual-wielding fire-ice. Like, he's exactly what you would expect, right? Yeah. And I mean, amazing at it, too. So that's it for uh, Daddy there. Amazing dual wield dps unit crushing it <laughs> hey man at least at least wait until after the star ocean banner start trashing fate come on man Our... I, mean, I like i like fate he's, he's good boring but he's he's good yeah you know? he's boring like cloud yeah, exactly, like... exactly. <laughs> except he actually does respectable damage true i'm like well cloud i guess if you put a cape on cloud and give him a bat wing he will also do respect. And some bandages. Him. Don't forget his bandages. Yeah, bandages sword. As well, <laughs> you need the bandages sword. <laughs> I just love that. <laughs> yeah, either a triple cast or just better modifiers would have made him so much better. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, say la vie. Exactly. Now, our final unit, in no particular order, ended up being Miss Mediana. Yeah, she's finally here. The... I think Mediana was sort of the mage TMR container for a long time. Yes, uh, she was. At least until we got some more freeze units. Uh, So (coughs) her 7-star takes her further down the road of being that ice mage. I think one really awesome thing about her is at 7-star, she just has triple black magic all the time. Yes, I love that she's getting triple cast, considering that's really what she wants to do. So uh, a lot of mages in the 7-star meta do have access to triple cast, but it's usually behind a cooldown ability or a limit burst or something like that. Yeah, something ridiculous. She's going to have it just because she's herself. Exactly. I think it's cool. It kind of fits her her character a little bit because she's sort of the age-old mage that's mastered everything. I find it really interesting that her 7-star gave her some supporting abilities. Like her LB gauge fill rate, the crazy buff that she's getting. I know it's a six turn cooldown, but she's able to give 130% full buff to the team, which is crazy. And yeah, then... it's really interesting. She became, because before her seven star, she was just kind of a mage that had good elemental coverage. And that was kind of enough. But the. I guess at seven stars, she needed a little bit more than just being a freeze chainer. Or exactly. Like just wanting to stack raging ice. 
So they gave her a little bit more. She's kind of like the supporty ice mage. Definitely. And yeah, she does have some nice modifiers added to those uh, moves as well in her kit. Exactly. No, she she's becomes a really fantastic ice mage. Pretty much, they just push her further down into what she is, which is amazing. I love spearing, like bringing it all into like the tip of the spear, as they say, and uh, making her just really, really strong. You know, I do like that she can chain with tornado if needed, but obviously not most well, I mean, ideal. She didn't lose any of her versatility. Like she's she has freeze, and they also gave her tornado because she's kind of tornado is sort of either quake or tornado is kind of. I guess needed on a mage if you want to make them a <laughs> yes. little bit universal. And Kiraga, yeah. just in case. One thing I love is that Sephiroth has Kiraga. <laughs> you know what's really funny? In full life. <laughs> they gave so her good. they gave her triple black magic, not triple cast, so you can only double cast Kiraga. Rip. Useless. Yep. Useless. Hey, That's you what I said. Absolutely useless. I'm not using Mediana just because of that fact. Not actually. Her rod is really freaking strong, that super TMR. Yeah, I mean, it's just a good rod. It's it's boring like fate. Just the, the stat stick. Yeah, Mediana, the Ice Witch with her stat stick. It's really, really good. But overall, amazing Ice Mage is what she what she has become. Yeah, basically. she She's added to the Ice Mage family, and she has some nice support. So that's it, I think, unless you got... Anything else? We it's quite a we we went through quite a bit tonight. No, that that was pretty much what I had going. Um, we went through a lot of different stuff. It was really really fun. It was really cool having everyone join us in chat. Twisted verse genie, thank you, Elytra. Huge shout out. Thanks for stopping in. Um, feel very honored that that you came to check us out. That's really really cool. All of you, much appreciated. Yeah, thanks for stopping by. We we love the interactions. All right, guys, thanks so much for stopping in. Genie, Twistiverse, thank you. Anybody else out there, thank you so much. Another huge shout out to Elytra, our community manager for FFB, as well as Star Ocean Anamnesis. Drop her a follow if you can. That'd be amazing. Thanks, guys. Have a very good night. Good luck in the rest of the week. And if you're pulling, take our energy. Good night, guys. Have a great week. Peace. Peace.